Greetings and welcome to St. Dominic's Weekly. This is Father Michael. Today we have a wonderful show for you. I'm joined by a very special guest who's come all the way across the pond from from England. I'm joined today by Father Lawrence Liu of the English province. He's here ostensibly to preach for our St. Jude Novena, which began on the 20th and goes all the way uh, through next Monday uh, on the 28th. And so a very warm welcome to you, Father Lawrence. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to be here. Very good. I especially wanted to have you on. Normally when I uh, will have a guest on, it'll be a member of uh, my province or someone who I know or someone who has either uh, written something or is giving a retreat here and so I have a, a bit of knowledge but full disclosure I don't know anything about you <laughs> you are an open slate so so I am as just as interested as our audience today to kind of to get to know you we got a little moment to chat and greet each other but um, just to find out about your own uh, sense of uh, kind of your background where you're from your vocation and then what uh, brings you uh, to us uh, this, this week as well Great. Well, can I say, first of all, yeah. I feel, feel really at home in San Francisco because uh, walking around the city yesterday, yeah. it's wonderful for me to be in an American city and see so many Asian faces. Oh, very and good. And I, I say that because yeah. I'm, I'm born in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. Okay. F- um, born into a, a family of, well, you might say Chinese extraction or ethnicity. Okay. And uh, I grew up in Singapore. Okay. Uh, I became a Catholic in Singapore, having gone to a Catholic boys' school. Um, but I'm a convert. Oh, right? I didn't. I wasn't born a Catholic. I was born into a pretty devout evangelical Protestant family. Uh, I might even say, in some aspects, uh, a slightly anti-Catholic family. Really? Okay. So it's a sort of God's divine sense of humor that uh, He not only made me a Catholic, uh-huh. uh, but He uh, g- gave me the grace to become a, a friar preacher. Wow. And to and to preach the Catholic faith and to refute error where possible. <laughs> Very good. Uh-huh. And, and just in terms of it, you were born again, just I, I didn't catch exactly in where In Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. Oh, well, that's a mouthful. So where, where is that exactly? Um, it's just north of Singapore. Okay. Um, and it's uh, in Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia. Very yeah. good. And how uh, do you have siblings? I don't. Well, my parents uh, got divorced when I was quite young. Okay. Um, so I don't have siblings uh, from that marriage okay but my parents both uh have other spouses okay and marry um they have children from from okay. subsequent marriages okay yeah. so do you i what's your connection with your family at, at this point are they were they um my family live all over the world my, oh really my mother lives in germany okay um and she's remarried to a german okay um and they have two daughters who live in the states Oh, wow. Uh, one in Nashville and the other one in uh, North Carolina. Okay, very good. So I do see them quite often. Okay, so do you have a relationship I do. with oh, them? I do, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and my father lives in Singapore. Okay. Um, and uh, my his children, his other children live in, in London. Oh, wow, of yeah. all places. Yes, and I live in London, <laughs> in, of course, now. Okay. So. Oh, very good. So you mentioned being raised evangelical, even slightly, as you say, anti-Catholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the, is, it, what, is there the, a story behind the, the Lord kind of uh, uh, leading you to the, <laughs> leading to the Catholic faith? Yes, uh, well, I, I used to read Jack Chick. Oh tracks. yeah, of course. Yes, I know. I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. They're they are very popular. I it's and very well illustrated. I'm yes, well, say. it's the illustration. You see, I love comics. Oh, okay. And as a as a boy and a young teen, I used yeah. to read a lot of comics. Okay. Do, do you have a do you have a favorite comic? Well, in those days, in it was those the days. classic American Archie comics. Oh, okay. Um, so it's sort of child's comics. You know, okay. I didn't read 
Spider-Man or okay, that's Superman I was thinking or anything like that. Uh, so more more like uh, one line, kind of one panel. Uh, yes, that's multiple right. panel, but one strip that's kind right. of. Okay, like and you'd see in the newspaper. You yeah, know, on the sun. that's okay, right. Yeah, yeah. I used to love Garfield. Garfield, really? Yes. What do you like? I, sorry to prescind from this. I like cats. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I find I think Garfield a little snarky, honestly. <laughs> and, and, and I love Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, and that, there's a class. Yeah. There you go. Yes. We, I, we I can grew agree up on a little that. bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can agree on that one. Uh, Watterson's wonderful. The yeah. Far Side? Yes, I love The Far okay, Side. Okay, okay. The Far <laughs> yeah. Side. There, there yes. you go. It's very, very quirky. Yeah. Okay. So I love comics. Nice. I still do. Oh, I, what's your favorite? Do you have any favorites going these days? Um, I don't know well, if, the same in, if they're the same in I don't get a lot of chance to look at them. Okay, but I I read the old ones. I, okay. I have I have all of gotcha. all of Calvin Hobbes. Gotcha. I love Understood. To those. Um, Father Anselm, you should connect with Father Anselm. He reads them. Should I say religiously every oh, really? morning? Oh yeah, over his, over his oh, breakfast. Wow. He likes uh, um, pearls before swine. I don't know if you know that uh-huh. one. Yeah, and, he, and the Calvin and Hobbes too. But well, he's, he he loves the one panel ones. The comics. Yeah was my entry into reading the Bible. Really? Because I had this thing called the Picture Bible. Uh-huh. And uh, and actually there's a new version of it out now, the the Picture Bible. It's it's done in a kind of graphic novel format. Yes, like the is it called is I'm thinking of something called the Action Bible. The action, yes, I think it's called is, the is, Action is, is Bible. That, yes, yes, no, very yeah. good. Yeah, no, I exactly. I know um, that well. But we had we had all of them, uh, yeah. all all the books of the Bible in comic form uh-huh. at home. Yeah, and this is this is dovetailing with the ja- the, the, uh, the yes, the, the, the and chick, that's how the, the Jack Chick. Jack, uh, yeah. it was just part of the collection of comics that we had at home, uh-huh. and I would read them. Yeah, and uh, so when I was moved uh, from Malaysia mm-hmm. to Singapore, yeah, because of my uh, my mum had a change in her job situation and so on, um, I was amazed and surprised to be sent to a Catholic boys' school. Mm. It's the oldest Catholic school uh, in Singapore and actually in Southeast Asia. Mm. So it's a mission school run by De La Salle brothers. Oh, yeah. And had a reputation, still does, for being a very, very good school yeah. academically, which is one of the reasons uh, I was sent there. So, so it's basically more like the intellectual reputation, more yes, than obviously than, exactly. the, than, than, than exactly. the religious but, but persuasion. You know, yeah. It just shows how providence works. Yeah. So God totally used that. Um, I didn't want to go to Singapore. I was 12. Mm. And at that age, I'm sort of, you know, beginning to uh, develop my own friendships and sure. so on. And I didn't want to leave my school. Mm-hmm. And I went to this boys' school, which was the first disappointment because I had been in co-ed school before that. Okay. And then it was a Catholic school. Okay. Um, and I was quite shocked about this. But anyway. So now you're missing uh, <laughs> you're, I, you're missing the girls and you've got this Catholic yeah, oppression going exactly, on. So we'll exactly. lose, lose there. <laughs> From a 12-year-old perspective. <laughs> Absolutely. I was quite shocked. And I... Uh, you know, I told my friends, yeah, uh, or my cl- they weren't my friends yet; they were my classmates. Yeah, um, <laughs> that when they said, you know, they were Catholics, I said, "Well, mm, you're not. You're going to go to hell because you're not real. <laughs> you're not real Christians." I love it. <laughs> well, do you remember? Was there any any put? Because Catholics, we don't necessarily necessarily push back. Did you get any pushback at that age from uh, yeah, classmates? They, yeah, they okay. did. They said, okay. they said, that's not true. We are Christians. Oh, okay, okay. And and I just said, well, I'll show you that you're wrong. Okay. Oh wow. Um, and I decided rather stupidly then to go to the library in this Catholic school uh-huh. to look for books that will tell me oh. <laughs> that Catholics <laughs> why Catholics are wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sudden lack of joined up thinking there. There you go. Uh, and I, I found a book by I'm sure it's by Alan Shrek from mm. Steubenville. Okay, and it's called Catholics and Christians. Okay, and it's meant it's just like you know telling you the differences between Catholics and Christians. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, this is what I need. Yeah. Um, and so I read this book. 
and the penny dropped when I realized that you know doctrines have a history mm. and the church has a history mm. and just you know a Protestant or at least an evangelical Protestant is quite uh, removed or isolated from Christian history yes. they just have a sense of me mm-hmm. the Bible sitting mm-hmm. on the re- my desk in front of me yes. and God yeah. that's it yeah and so I you might say that I entered this idea of communion, hmm. the communion of saints. Wow. And the communion of saints and the church brings with it yeah. the weight of its um, its history and, and its beauty as well of the Catholic life and Catholic tradition. Yeah. I, I hooked into something bigger. Wow. Right? Than, than just myself and my little church. A- and was this at 12 years old, you're saying? Uh, or was this I was a, probably as, you, as, you, as you. 13 and 14. 14. Okay, 13 by 14, still. I began to think like this. Wow. Um, and uh, wow, so that those are those are big thoughts. At least <laughs> in terms of that that age, did you did it take some time to well, kind of process that and kind of take the next step? Liturgy or? was what really blew my mind away as well. Really? Yes. Okay. Because you know, I, I came from a totally a liturgical background. Mm. Um, church consisted of going to a uh, whitewashed mm-hmm. hall. Okay. I mean, literally whitewashed. Yeah. It's just white walls, no art whatsoever, uh, no symbols, not even a cross. Really, okay. and just words of scripture. Gotcha. So this like a preacher standing yes. up at a podium. But this or was something. a really very strict interpretation of of, of Christianity. Okay. And uh, it would be one hour of hymn singing, basically. Okay. And one hour of preaching. Okay. And that's it. Pretty stark. Yep. So to discover, you know, beautiful churches and chapels and music, it was just very enriching, huh. and. I was fascinated. It also helped that I had a good, you know, biblical grounding. Okay. So when I sat at mass for the first few times, I heard the Bible in the responses that we gave, for example, the Holy Holy yeah. Lamb of God. Yeah. You know, and, and then of course we read so much scripture during the mass. Yeah. I just heard scripture all the time. So I was convinced from the very beginning that Catholic worship was very scripturally based. It's interesting you say that because sometimes even cradle, uh, cradle Catholics won't appreciate, they know it as the mass or they know it as mm. what we say at this time, but they don't necessarily appreciate yeah. the sense of the origins from the scripture. So it's interesting to say that you have this, obviously this very strong biblical scriptural foundation. That's right. And where it was immediately able to connect that with the liturgy in a way that yeah. that perhaps even those of us who are raised as cradle Catholic wouldn't necessarily appreciate until we would have other Christians or or, or uh, folks how, point that out to us. It's how God works, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, so I had the right kind of background. Yeah, and He brought me to the mass, and this sort of and the scriptural resonances of the mass just stood out for me. Yeah, and and then something else something really amazing happened but i'm saving that story for oh. the last day of the novena oh wow <laughs> you're, you're holding out on me yeah. <laughs> Spoiler that'll be it that's what that's what we call the tease in the industry right yeah <laughs> well, a hook. I, I don't want to <laughs> give the story away no, no, but, that's but, right. okay. but there was a tremendous okay uh sort of tremendous uh, in, uh activity of god's grace yeah that really brought me to a the great promise. moment of realization. Nice. So, so a week from today, uh, dear listeners, on the 20th <laughs> of October, if you uh, are... The Feast of St. Jude. Feast of St. Jude. If you're in the area, can come to the 8 o'clock Mass and the 5.30 Mass. We'll hear this incredible story. And, and of course, we, we publish all the preaching, so even if you, you can't yeah. make it, we'll, we'll, we, won't, we won't tease it past the week. So, <laughs> so no, that, that, that's tremendous. And then, and then in terms of, so kind of fast forward, kind of get you, oh, Catholic... Was 
was there was there um was that straining for your relationship with your parents or other family members when my, you when my you family, made this? were they well, my parents were quite liberal in the sense that they <clears throat> oh yeah, of all my family members, yeah, my mother and my father were the only two who didn't really go to church. Oh, okay, so they do now. Oh, okay, but they didn't at the time, and so evangelical church though. Still. Yes, okay, yeah, okay. So it made it a lot easier. Okay, that's because true. they didn't go to church, so they didn't really care. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they just thought, well, I think my father's words were, well, it's better that you're going to church than on the streets doing drugs. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, <coughs> church or drugs? Yes, that's not a that's not a high bar. That's yeah, that's yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, he it worked out really well. Again, I think that's God's providence. Yeah, sure. You know, he just creates the right conditions. Yep. And uh, my grandparents, however, were a lot more upset. Mm. Um, but they knew that they couldn't interfere with my parents and how they decided to bring me up. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my my father's father uh, said to me on one occasion. This was when I was about to enter the novitiate as a Dominican. Okay. And he said in the car suddenly, he says, I just don't know why, you know, why are you a Catholic anyway? Mm. Um, and I thought, gosh, I thought we were past this stage because, you know, I'm just about to become a friar. Yeah, I was going to say, because <laughs> uh, w- w- that would have been like 10 years later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then he says, um, actually it was... More than that, 15 years later. So. Yeah, 15 years yeah, later. Yeah. And then he said something like... Um, his God's Holy Spirit doesn't work in that church anymore. Oh, that's interesting. I've never forgotten those words. Wow. And um, we didn't carry on the conversation because my aunt intervened and, and okay. said, you know, <laughs> told him to pipe down. And, <laughs> uh, and he and he said, you know, why should you worry about it? Because Paul, which is my mm-hmm. baptismal name, okay. he, she, she said, you know, Paul um, obviously loves God and wants to serve God. So why should we interfere and stop this? Nice. So that was a huge step forward for her, actually. Wow. And um, I, I've never forgotten his line, though. And then when I became a novice, yeah, he spoke to me on the f- telephone once. And he said, I've been praying for you. And he said, I, I pray that you become a great preacher like Billy Graham and bring many souls to Christ. Oh, okay. Which I took to be, uh, you know, his way of showing affirmation yeah. and approval. Nice. Wow. That, that, that's tremendous. I mean, it is, it's, oh, your answer almost sounds like... Uh, uh, Gamaliel from the you know if this is if this is if if, yeah. if this is if this is from the Lord it's not gonna if it's not from the Lord it it'll exactly. it, it won't work and if yeah. it is who are we to <laughs> to get yeah, in the way my, what the Lord I mean, wants my, to do my aunts have been amazingly yeah um, we're quite a close knit family and the aunts okay. are, the aunts are a big part of my life and they're very important yeah and they've been they've made a lot of progress okay wow um, one aunt for example went to Sacré-Cœur in in Paris uh-huh. the Basilica of the Sacred Heart sure and she sent me a text message because she was so impressed that adoration of the Blessed Sacrament had been going on 24-7 for over 125 years. Oh, wow. And she was so blown away by this, even though I'm sure she didn't really have any idea what adoration involved. Sure. But she knew it meant continuous prayer. Ah. It's what the evangelicals now call prayer altars. Interesting. Prayer altars. And, uh, Interesting. It's, so there's it's, that correlative? It's this, I- this <laughs> idea of consecration of, the, of yourself and your life uh-huh. and, and giving yourself over to prayer. Yeah. And she was so impressed by this yeah. that she wrote to me a text message and yeah. said, oh, I've just been to this Catholic church in yeah. the middle of Paris and they've yeah. been doing this for over 100. She's just so impressed. Wow. And I wrote back and I said, yeah, we have a lot of these um, <laughs> perpetual adoration going on sure. all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> But it is even yeah. even to hear that myself. It's kind of like the the legacy of that is yeah. imp- impressive. It I mean, is wonderful. Yeah. It's a beautiful place to be. 
and you can you can feel the prayer in Sakakura. Yeah, you know, it's a, the, the the whole place was built as a votive act of of thanksgiving and reparation. Hmm. And it's a wonderful place. What was the context for that? I'm just not. Uh, for offenses against the faith during the French Revolution. Re- okay. So yeah. basically, so it was built in reparation for and that. And for that, wow, mm. wow, well, a tremendous act of, yes. of, of worship and yeah. prayer. hundred years, wow, that's, that's amazing. To, but now how, kind of going back to the uh, kind of the linear story about how does a, a, a now, it's called kind of a, a new Catholic, get from Singapore to the province, okay. <laughs> uh, well. the Dominican province uh, in, in, uh, in England? Well, um, my family uh, have strong connections to England. My okay. my grandfather and my mother both studied in England. They read law in England. Oh, okay. So English civil law, the English legal system is very similar. Okay. In, in fact, it's the foundation of the legal system in Malaysia. Oh, okay. As well as Singapore. And is, is that through? Is because, that because of the colonies. Of the colonies, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. And so uh, I decided that I was going to study law as well oh, and walk in the footsteps of my, pa- of my mother and okay. my step and my uh, grandfather. Okay. So and they, they were, they're, they're both lawyers. They're both lawyers. Okay. My, my grandfather, my, that's my mother's father, uh-huh. uh, was a trained barrister. Oh, okay. And my mother became a barrister as well. Uh-huh. So in, in the system that we have in the UK, you, you're either a barrister, which means that you argue cases mm-hmm. in court, yeah. or you're a solicitor, which means you prepare the cases and, and you do sort of legal work in an office yeah, uh, for companies and so on and so forth. That's now changed, I think. Um, oh, has it's, it? okay. it's more Americanized, if you like, where you can be both a barrister and a solicitor. Th- there was some kind Advocates, of... Advocates, I think you call Advo- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some BBC show that, that I saw that was... Uh, <laughs> That 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 actually like made this decision. I was ignorant of it. Exa- uh-huh, exactly the distinction this. between these two. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically, you could be arguing on either side. There's not like defense and yeah. prosecution. You could actually like swap or it, it just depends on what particular case you That's are. That's right. Yes. But so it was kind of it was it was. Uh, and barristers are self-employed. Exactly. Yeah. So they and they have to have like I don't know. I mean, they call almost agents to like drum up business for yes. their. So yes. there's there's all the yes. there's this whole kind of. Uh, alternative kind of way yeah. of, of doing it that I thought was quite, yeah. quite, quite, quite so interesting. So I come from a family of, you know, barristers, advocates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I decided I wanted to do that as well. Okay. Um, but I have to confess, my initial desire was to study uh, in university, was to study Latin church history. <laughs> oh, so this and, was and just a cover? The, the, law, the, the, the law was just a cover? I, I, well, it was to placate pl- pl- my yeah, father. Okay, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my father wasn't happy about that. And he also said to uh, me at the time, um, you know, are you going to become a priest after I've you know, spent all this money sending you off to college oh. in the, in, in the so UK? So already, they already knew. And I kind of crossed my fingers and I sat on them and I said, no, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> Um, okay. And I think if I was being honest. I mean, I didn't know what I was going to do after <laughs> sure. I graduated, right? Sure. Uh, but, but he could, if he could tell that that might be the way it yeah, was I trending. Should've, I should have seen that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. It was not. You, you were not ex- uh, I guess as I spent, opaque as, as I you spent a lot of time at church, basically. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> and I spent a lot of time reading theology. Yeah. Um, I remember running to the bookstore and getting the catechism as soon as it came out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and Veritatis Splendor, the day that it was released, I was so disappointed when I got to the bookstore and they didn't have it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that that would not be that was not my uh, 
was not. We're 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 about we're we're at the same age that that when Mary Todd's Splendor came out. I yeah. don't I don't think it really was on my to do reading list. <laughs> You're a little ahead of me there. No, <laughs> but, I, uh, I was thinking I was just a Catholic geek, basically. <laughs> it did now did um did you, do you actually have a law degree or did you kind of start yes. with law but then yeah. transfer? Yeah. So, you, so I have a degree in law. Okay. In English civil law. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, and I graduated um, from university. Okay. And then came the next big question. My dad says, what are you going to do next? Sure, of course. That's it. And I said, well, go to bar school, right? Yeah. Um, and I looked into all that. I applied to a bar school. I got all the positions that I needed mm-hmm. to go to school. And um, I had a good think. And I thought, no, this is going to take me, you know, two or three years. Yeah. I'm going to have to be really committed to this and really interested in the law, which I wasn't. Mm. And it was going to cost us a lot of money. Sure, of course. And I thought... Not worth it. Well, what's the point? Because yeah. I knew that I wanted to just do it for my father's sake. Gotcha. And at the end of that, join the seminary. Oh, okay. And I thought, well, you know, uh, it's just a lot of effort, a lot of studying, and a lot of money yeah. for, for no reason. Uh, so I, I told him I was going to do then a master's in uh, European law. Okay. And, and then he said, well, where are you going to do it? Blah, blah, blah. And I didn't have any answers for him. So he then lectured me for an hour uh, about how I needed to be more responsible uh, and do my research and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the hour, I said, well, actually, um, I might as well tell you the truth. Uh, I'm thinking of becoming a priest. Wow. What was his reaction? Well, I had an, a minute of silence. or It felt like a minute of silence sure. on the phone. Um, oh, this wasn't face-to-face. No, it was on the telephone. Okay. Because he's in Singapore and I'm in London. Oh, okay. At the in t- okay. England. Okay. And then he said to me... Um, Amazing. Again, God's grace just melted his heart. And he just said, um, in that case, you shouldn't be asking me for permission. You need to ask God. Wow. So I said, I <laughs> I said, I have. Oh, wow. <laughs> and God says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. So uh, then he said, well, what happens next? Wow. So I said, well, I've been talking to the bookings director yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to go to all going well. You know, nice. I have some interviews and so on. And I'll probably start in seminary. In a few months' time. Now, is this the uh, diocesan seminary? Or is it yes, it was the diocesan okay. seminary. Okay. For okay. The, for the diocese of Leeds, which is in the north of England. Okay. Because I was studying uh, for my law degree in Leeds. Sure. And at that time, was a choral scholar in the cathedral at Leeds. Oh, music. Um, so, very involved in choral music. And oh, nice. Singing and so on. And I've been choral scholar there for four years. And so, I knew the... Uh, chaplain of the choir and he was also the vocations director oh uh, look at that so it was the simplest thing yeah no for sure it's yeah. a, the natural thing and uh, that was part of the problem because then I didn't think about religious orders at all sure. I found the whole business with religious orders very confusing because mm-hmm. you had to figure out you know should I be a monk yep should I be a friar I didn't even know what friars oh, were yeah you know sure. there's so many different religious orders how do you know which one it just seemed like too much of a fuss to figure that out yeah. when the diocese is just there on my doorstep. Right? Exactly. And you know and you can have so a personal connection exactly. with someone. Yeah. So I walked through that door. Yep. Um, I went to seminary uh, for three years. It's okay. a diocesan seminary in the north of England. I found it a very difficult experience hmm. partly because of um, well, how should we say? Heterodoxy. Oh, understood. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not necessarily the fullness of the Catholic no. truth a being very, a very encouraged. particular approach anyway Okay. Um, that I didn't appreciate. Um, but also other reasons. I think if we look at vocational reasons, I would yeah. say that I wanted to live in a community and build community. Mm-hmm. 
And it took a pastoral director in my third year to say to me, he says, have you not thought that, you know, you're so um, working so hard to build community? Mm. Have you not thought that they may not be interested in community? Mm. And I looked at him and I said, what do you mean? Sure, you know, of course, we everybody wants to live in community. And, yeah. you know, we've been living together. We might as well do things together. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. And, and he said, well, they're not going to live together with other people, though, are they? They're going to be in presbyteries all by themselves. Yeah. And they don't, you know, they're quite happy with that. Yeah. And you're not. So you need to want think about wow. know, why you're not. Wow. And again, the penny dropped. That's what I was going to say. That sounds like a, <laughs> yeah. a particularly That's a, a, a pregnant moment for you. A moment, right? Yeah. A eureka moment. Light goes sure. on a bit. And so I began to think that I wanted to maybe become a Benedictine. Mm. Uh, Others had said to me before, you make a great, be- great Benedictine because you love liturgy, you love singing, you love chant. Nice. Um, you know. It makes sense. Aura it at makes Labora. a lot of sense. Yeah. And Community. Aura at Labora as well was the motto of yeah. my Catholic boys' school. Oh, really? Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, well, that, well, there you go. So <laughs> I thought, okay, maybe I should be a Benedictine. A l- lot of Benedictine signals yeah. there. But I spent, so I'd, I'd, I left the seminary mm-hmm. and uh, I had a m- flirtation in my mind with trying out life with the um, Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. Oh, sure. In New uh, York City? In well, or are, they, they are, they, are they in England now? They had a house in Bradford, which is near Leeds. Okay, okay. And I was attracted to their sort of radical poverty sure. and all that. N- no offense, though. You don't have the facial hair for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I certainly don't. I, and I couldn't even I tried. That's what I mean. <laughs> I don't yeah, think you, yeah. you just n- right out. <laughs> I, I, I also knew that. I wanted to try. I mean, I wanted to try radical poverty. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that yeah. I was, you know, all rather romantic, I think. Sure. Um, and I think my views of monasticism was pretty romantic as well. Yeah. But I did then go and spend uh, a month in a monastery on this on the Isle of Wight in the south of London of mm-hmm. England, um, a nice, beautiful monastery, um, <laughs> and again, halfway through my time there, I'd been reading about Dominicans. Yeah. That I, I counted Dominicans accidentally online, hmm. and I read about Dominicans, and I thought, no, I I can't really live a contemplative life of just. Or at labora, hmm. right? Prayer and work. Yeah, I needed to do something with what I learned. Yeah, and someone once said to me that monks are like bowls; they collect the water of wisdom in a bowl. Uh-huh. Whereas Dominicans are like um, funnels. Hmm. <laughs> Everything that you pour into the funnel comes <laughs> out the other. <laughs> 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 but that image always attracted me. I thought this was when I was a Dominican novice. My novice master said this. Yeah, and I thought that's quite accurate. Hmm. And that's why I decided that I needed to explore the Dominican vocation. Nice. And this was this was so you didn't uh, you this was in that period of d- kind of like general investigation. So it's not like you formally like, entered the Benedictines or anything. Or no, it was just I was just a one year exploring. Um, uh, sorry, one month sort of. Oh wow! Trial. Oh right? wow! So that's yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And so then, yeah. and was it, you said you met, the, this is interesting because I think more and more, at least in our province, what I've been finding is, well, I'll put it this way. When I entered the order 20 years ago, I would say 80% of folks entering had some kind of personal connection with a particular friar or a ministry that we had, mm-hmm. real tangible personal connection. These days we had, we had you know, eight guys, well, 10 guys last year and four guys this year. I would say um, at least half of them were just online. Just there yeah. was no... Yes. 
connection with a particular friar or a particular Dominican ministry, just the ideal of the order and yes. kind of the, the, the sense of, of what we propose to, to, to be, as you say, the follow the sense of yeah. contemplation and give that our, our different, um, both uh, kind of web presence and literature presence in, in many ways is attractive. And it sounds like, is, was that kind of the case mm-hmm. for you as well? Yeah, then? it's yeah. extremely important. Yeah. And, and I appreciated the role of the internet in my, you know, my vocation story, Yeah, which is why I've been, doing uh, the promotion of uh, the apostolate online yeah since i was a student in blackfriars oxford yeah tell me a little bit about that because i know for instance the um i've appreciated there i think there's a it's called torch there's that you yes. publish homilies mm-hmm. and i've i've i yeah. often it's part of my if i research around homily things it's 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 one yeah. of one of my my cluster of go-tos well i'm the current editor of torch are you really <laughs> yes oh nice yeah. well, well thank you very much <laughs> so say a little bit about how you thank got you. into the, the ministry and and what, uh, what you're currently doing and just just let okay. us know about that well yeah. yes um well, so we're fast forwarding from when you when you yeah. enter, but, but you've got me interested here. In I'm the editor of Torch. Okay, um, okay. I'm the, I, I, which means people send you the homilies and you kind of I commission them. So or I commission all the homilies. Oh, so you oh you tell yes. them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I I have a list of all the friars in our gotcha. province. Okay. And I write to them and ask them to do, you know, this week and that week and so on and so forth. Oh, so they're not actually uh, preaching these to in particular parishes or pre- they're they, actually they're they're specifically tailored to they're tailored for the internet for oh. and they're, they're meant to be read rather than heard interesting but some friars uh like myself yeah will write it and then preach it okay that's yeah. you know now now that i now that you're saying that it makes sense because mm-hmm. it does have a quality of of it being you know as as a written text yes. over and against you know feeling yeah. how how would you you know exactly. articulate this but but not obviously being familiar with English preaching style, I don't know. I, I, I don't know our, if it's our preaching different. style is quite formal in the sense that yeah. we we tend to write everything down. Yes, and we read what's written. Exactly. Yeah. So um, we don't ex- some extemporize. I mean, yeah. I do occasionally mm-hmm. if the spirit should grab me. Sure, sure. Uh, and if I'm comfortable with my congregation, yeah, because I know them, yeah. then I can preach without a text. That that's yeah, and that, but that I was. seldom do that. Okay. So okay. most and and. I, I would say I'm quite rare in my province in actually attempting to do that. Oh, really? Okay. Most of the brethren, I think it's fair to say, would ensure they have written text. Okay. Partly because they're afraid that they can't land the, f- you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning they, they can't finish no, off. No, uh, 100%. Yeah. They, 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 you, yeah. you, they, in terms of preaching style, you want to be able to yeah. to start with an in, in kind of gauging thing. Say what you want to say, hopefully, in a in a kind of succinct and powerful way, but even more importantly, how do you how are you ending it? And if exactly. and if writing it down helps that transition, a hundred percent write it down. If having a text in front of you is necessary, yeah, you better be doing that's that. That's exactly what we do. <laughs> so most of the time, that. we write everything down. Yeah, okay. Um, and that's what I do. I, okay. I I pull together these uh, sermons from the brethren. Gotcha. Um, and. I, I put which them are quite, which are quite good in my imagination. Yeah, they, they yeah. are. Yeah. It, it is a great joy to yeah. see the variety of preaching. Yep. And I think one of the joys of being a Dominican and being in a Dominican parish as well is, is hearing the variety of sermons. Yep. And uh, I put them up online. I do some mild editing okay. and it's mainly, <laughs> I, I try <laughs> not to touch with the, co- I don't content. play with the content yeah, because sure. they're not my sermons. Yeah, exactly. Um, and even if I don't okay. think <laughs> that's how I would have put it, yeah. uh, I leave it. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, 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 I just wonder, as an editor, do you feel like you have the resource to kind of like, well, that's, I'll put it, maybe not change something, but if something was like, I don't, I don't know if you felt like it might be argumentative or something, we might just like, well, we, we won't add that image or something. I might, soften, so, I might soften something. Okay. Uh, but I try, well, I, knew you I try something. not. 
<laughs> I try not to interfere too much. I, I respect the brethren, of course, and and of respect. Course. They, you know, these are priests and preachers. They know what they're doing. Yeah. so I'll leave it up to them. Sure. So yeah. that's it's very light editing from that point of view. Okay. I'm also editor of the provincial newsletter. Okay. Um, or news magazine. This Is that available sent, online as well? It's available online at okay. english.op.org. Okay. Um, I just, it just say it again slowly. English. English. Dot op. Dot op. Dot org. Okay. So there's two dots there. English. Dot. Yeah. Op. and then and then the torch one is is tor is um is it it's torch.op.org okay that's that's the, that's right so torch.op.org yeah. yes and I I send uh, we send out the newsletter to all our subscribers oh yeah because that's um it. as well as to benefactors who have indicated that they want to be kept informed of what we do and so on and nice. so forth. So you have the preaching site, you have the, the newsletter. Any yes. any other things or future projects or um, I, you know well, visions you have in terms? Uh, recently, of the Master of the Order appointed me promoted general of the Rosary. Really? Yes. So I, I did not know that. Now a member of the General Curia. Wait, you uh, are the promoter of of the worldwide Rosary? Yes, I am. So I I, I loved your sermon yesterday because you oh, mentioned the Rosary. Of course, I loved that earlier today. You say that you. Preach the rosary. Yeah, I know we, um, we did on Rosary Sunday. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah, no, yeah. I mean, so we, it's, it's we wear wonderful. it for a reason. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, wonderful. A, Praise a, God. A, amen. <laughs> you got to be praying it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Gospel on a string. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be knocking on your door <laughs> as a word and getting you to do more work. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> what have I got myself into? Well, no, but now I can say I know that I know the uh, the guy in the Curia who's, uh, I know the guy right at the top. Yes, right so at the top of the rosary. Promoted general of the rosary. Yeah. Uh, what does that, so what does that entail practically? It entails supporting the confraternities. Okay. And, particularly the provincial promoters okay. who are supposed to be sure. supporting the front fraternities. Yeah. So and of course, we have our whole holy rosary. We have exactly. our rosary. You have one of the best rosary centers. Oh, do we? It's hard I for me to... Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the one in Portland is yeah. amazing. Okay. Father Paul Duffner did such a oh, great work with he? it. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. I hope he prays for us. No, Amen. Uh, <laughs> amen. <laughs> like for, for, for those listening, uh, Father Paul is, is the... Uh, equivalent in Portland and especially around this ministry that uh, Father Felix would be to St. Jude and his presence here uh, for those who know the, the, the parish well Father Felix is he has a he's his his image and iconium is, uh, is on the, uh, the Holy Souls altar uh -huh. uh, in our oh, church yes, and he's, that. Yes. he was something who was omnipresent oh, wow. to the shrine to the and just such a just a, a tremendous he's, he was a confessor for half of San Francisco and, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and, and just a a gentle, kind, loving soul. He lived up to his name, Felix, in terms of being joyful. Yes. And so, Father Paul, you, you mentioned Father mm. Paul Dovner, the, the, the same, uh, the same sort of thing. Li lived into his hundreds, um, yeah. and and basically um, by his own force of 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 ministry and and will, basically created this Rosary Center that's now well, flourishing. I, I went to the Rosary Center yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, and, and he showed he was still there, and he was packing the rosaries into the, you know, oh, God bless I, him. It was. It's wonderful to see what they had and, and the resources that are available there. Mm -hmm. So I'm very interested to find out what resources are available and yeah. what I can do to support yeah. and, and maybe encourage rosary centers like that yes. in all our provinces. Yes. Um, and also to encourage the Dominican brethren to yes. pick up the rosary uh, well, uh, well, and, 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 and to wear the rosary if they don't already wear it. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, yeah, you better be praying it uh, you know. at minimum. I know one of my, my I, I've often recommended it, but uh, and my only little jealousy is that it wasn't written by Dominican, but that book, uh, Champions of oh, the yes, Rosary. Oh, yes, you're, Father you're Calloway, Calloway is a good yeah. friend. Yeah. Oh, is he? Oh, yes. okay, you yeah. know, so I don't, I don't yeah. know, but I... I we I, went I, to the Holy Land together. Did you really? Yeah, yes. Oh, With Jim nice. Caviezel as well. Really? Yes. Oh, with Jesus, what? 
up. <laughs> Jesus yes, went to the Holy yes, Land. Yes. <laughs> is, is, is he a practicing? I've heard that he's a practicing yeah. Catholic. Jim, is, Jim, Jim, yeah. Oh, he's an amazing Catholic. I've uh-huh. never met a Catholic man with so much conviction. Really? And so much fervor about his his vocation, his his work as a, a Catholic artist. Yeah. Um, he takes the faith so seriously. Okay. And he takes very seriously his calling to preach the resurrection. Okay. As, you know, it's playing through the part of Jesus. Yeah, playing, you know, yeah. No, it, no, obviously it was a... He's got a very mystical <laughs> sense, I think. Really? As, as an artist, yes. Interesting, yeah. I don't I don't know how that works. On, I mean, obviously Hollywood isn't exactly a bastion of Catholic Absolutely. value. Yeah. So I just wonder how hard he finds it to I think find it roles and, and... Yeah, I think it has been very hard. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. But he's, you know, he has a real sense that God will look after him and, and God does. Nice. And um, I think there have been death threats against really? him. Yeah, because of people converting. Really? Yeah. So he has bodyguards wherever he goes and, and we had tight security on this pilgrimage. On the pilgrimage uh, that was specifically around his own safety. Yes, exactly. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was an amazing pilgrimage. Though. My first time in the Holy Land. Oh, was it? It was actually the, um, it was what we call Low Week. Uh-huh. So from Low Sunday. So it was actually the Orthodox Easter Week. Oh, uh, okay. And it was just Which just for people is the week after the celebrations of Easter. So yes. the, the uh, in this country to divine, well, I guess everywhere, but divine mercy. Sunday yes, that's right. So I flew out on divine mercy Sunday. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, to oh, the Holy wow. Land. It was, Land. it was just a most wonderful experience. Wow. Was it just, it was, was it a, a particular group of people that were? Yes. It's a <laughs> well, shout out to 206 tours. Okay. Um, okay. Who organized everything. <laughs> oh, you know, um, Father Alan Moran was telling me about, about yeah. this, about that group. Um, but but it, do they so they just they don't, it's not like a necessarily a particular parish that's doing this pilgrimage. No, yes, but it's, it's, it's just open to open to anybody, anybody, and just yeah. kind of like two hundred and forty pilgrims. Oh my goodness! Went to the Holy Land with Jim Caviezel. Oh my goodness! Father Don Calloway was the main spiritual director. Okay, and and we were split up into eight coaches. Wow! And each coach had its own spiritual director as well. And, and you was, were one of the I was one, one of them. Yes. Wow! Two hundred eight people. I was I'm very very blessed to be invited to be a spiritual director. Of course, yeah. yeah Although that just came out of the honestly I prayed about it I prayed about wanting to go to the Holy Land sure <clears throat> and I said to the Lord I don't have any time but um, you know just make it happen and I would love to go to 206 tours sometime in the future I was thinking maybe three or four years down the line yeah and a week later this email comes from 206 tours out of the blue and it says how do know, they know dear Father Lee would you like to come to the Holy really? Land with us how do they know how they <laughs> Oh, God, oh my gosh, God wow. told them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Our lady arranged it all, I'm wow. sure. I'm sure our lady arranges it all. Looking through I, the provincial catalogus or something. Wow, that's well, amazing. Well, they, they knew me because I'd gone to Guadalupe with them a few times. Oh, okay, okay. So they um, were on their roster. I was on the roster. Okay. But I, this was completely unexpected. Though. Wow. Really unexpected. I just can't believe it. <laughs> Although between you and me, and just, just personally, I wouldn't say this publicly, but 208 <laughs> people, that would 240. be... 240. 240 people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be... Yeah, that'd be hard to know for me. That's a, a, a holy moly! It's like a city you're traveling with. It was very fun though. Oh, okay. we had wonderful pilgrims. Wow! Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. it was just that many. Yeah. I mean, how many buses are we talking about? Eight buses. Yeah, yeah. eight bus loads. It oh, was pretty goodness. amazing. That, that is. That is. I guess. I guess it's an experience anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Well, you know, you don't get to go to the Holy Land with Jesus all that often. That's true. <laughs> That's why that was my point. Actually, you, if Jesus is leading the tour, you know, <laughs> if, he's, if he's your, if he's your, if he's your full of that, and was he? Did he? Because I know much of the film was was mm-hmm. was shot around locate. Well, it was done in Italy too. But That's then, right, and Malta as well. In Malta, maybe, so yeah. so, but uh, but yeah, wow. So that, that yeah, was, and, and they're gonna yeah. I think 
they're filming the the sequel, right? Yeah. The resurrection. Oh, is he part of that? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Okay, so yes. he's the same. And so he's asked us. He's asked us to pray for him and wow. to pray for the filming of the resurrection uh, of the resurrection and to pray for his release and so on and so forth. Is it the same? Con- is it the same company and all yes. the same players? Yeah. So and to speak, Mel, Mel Gibson, okay, is the, the director. Whole, the, okay, and, so and that's yes. happening right now. It's happening right now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, right now. Well, there you go. Wow, yeah. that's a turn of it. Anyway, just to kind of cycle back to the <laughs> the rosary, you're you're, you're uh, basically yes. supporting confraternities. Yes, and and, and yeah. supporting those and supporting Dominican pri- uh, friars, okay. our brothers, okay. who are promoters of the rosary. Very I good. think that's my main job. I I don't know exactly what I'm going to have to do until I see the master. Yeah, and and I'm going to Rome for meetings next month. Oh wow. Okay. Um, but I believe that the general chapter in Vietnam yeah. asked the promoter general of the rosary yeah. to find new methodologies from promoting the rosary. Okay. So I'm thinking podcast. There, oh, there you go. <laughs> Let me recommend that. <laughs> um, you yeah. see, it's easy to set. I mean, we're just here as, as usual. For the record, like, I'm yeah. not responsible for the e-rosary that was released this week or oh, last week. Is there, is there, is there a... Um, it, it's like a little wearable. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, which you can use as a rosary. As and a apparently, rosary. It, it syncs with an app on your phone. And okay. It seems a bit complicated, personally. Gotcha. But, uh, certainly quite pricey, much pricier than a normal rosary. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm not sure about it, but. But yeah, no. If you're doing podcasts, I would I would say there's there's a couple that uh, that there's certainly apps that you can have that help you do the rosary. The one that I've mm. that is called uh, Together We Pray. Okay, and it's a 15 minute rosary. And what they've done is they put like different music and different uh, kind of um, ambiance on it. Either you speak it. Uh, I'll always speak it, but then also do, um, there's like, like just for today, um, they had uh, uh, choral strings and choir softly in the background as it's prayed okay. kind of thing. So some, something like that might be yes. helpful, but, but even, I would <clears throat> think even um, something that uh, kind of talks a little bit about just like Father Calloway's book or like uh, De Montfort or someone mm. talking about, if you will, th- those promises, those sense of the power of the rosary. Yes. I, I uh, recently, as is, 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 uh, I mentioned before, just gave just a little a homily, you know, seven, eight minutes on just a little bit of just the power of the rosary, yes. the simplicity of it. And it's just so mm, encouraging. Even if as Catholics, we know the rosary, have heard about the rosary. It's almost like Jesus himself. It's like people, f- there's very few people who say they've never heard about Jesus. But at the same time, who Jesus really is and wants to be in our lives yeah. and in terms of even historically who we imagine Jesus to be versus who the gospels present is often much more yeah. <laughs> complex and actually powerful and bigger. And same thing with the rosary, you know, Catholics, I'm sure of all like, Oh yeah, I know what a rosary is, but do you really know what a rosary is? Yeah, do you exactly. really, have you really experienced the power, the transforming power what of it? What a great gift it is. Yes. Exactly. You yeah. know, and, and it's a gift that's not been unwrapped, I think. Uh, I mean, exactly. we know that everyone gets a gift, you know, given a rosary. You've got endless yeah. rosaries, right? It's given to you for your first communion, yep. uh, confirmation, yes. probably for your ordination as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know. <laughs> when you get a priest when he's right, Here, here's a rosary, you're, you're going to need it. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. often tell people, you know, the rosary is to be, has to be used. Yes. That's, that's what matters. You've got to pick it up. That's it's right. It's a wonderful gift, actually. And I, I love the rosary. I've learned to love the rosary. Mm. I can't say I've always loved it. Uh, I've learned to. And and even since becoming promoted general, um, uh, I mean, yeah, you know, all glory to God. Yeah. Uh, I've been given this grace since um, since the day I took over. Yeah. Um, of just with great ease and desire, prayed 
all 15 mysteries of the traditional Dominican rosary oh, nice. every day. Wow. Whereas I used to think that only crazy people would do that. Yeah. <laughs> now I find it the easiest thing. I've been like, yeah. Wow, very good. Whenever so I'm on Facebook, for example, yeah. and, and, and today, for example, um, a priest friend said, oh, you know, pray for my mother mm-hmm. who's in the emergency room. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw that, I just said, okay. And I picked up the rosary and I said a decade for her. Nice. And as I sat there, I just started to think of other people who needed prayers mm. and, and other situations like the St. Jude Novena and people mm-hmm. who were coming, thinking of coming. Yeah. And I prayed for them and I just prayed a decade and I went on and on. And before I knew I'd finished all... Joyful mysteries, yeah, and then I started moving on to the uh, next set to the sorrowful mysteries. You mm-hmm. know? And yesterday I was walking through town and and I saw so many people in need in the center of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I just prayed the rosary as I walked the streets. Yeah, you know, and and I think it's a beautiful prayer to take with you as you go. Yes, no, Saint Dominic made it for that. I think exactly no, because yeah. he was I, he was going from place to place yeah. he was on the move he was yeah. he was this is an itinerant this. prayer yes and and we're in a more itinerant period i think as human beings on this planet than, than ever before we're traveling all the time moving around that's right and i think it's wonderful if we just pick up the rosary and and the lovely thing about it you can do one decade yep and then stop if you need to yeah and then go back to it people se- th- seem to think that you need to do all five mysteries all in one go in once in one session mm-hmm and I was reading something that Pope Benedict had said in one of his sort of interview books. And he said that that's too intense for him to say all five of them in one go. Mm. You know, he says a decade here, two decades yeah. there. That's all he can cope with. Yeah. And I thought, well, you know, if a great man like <laughs> him can say that, <laughs> I feel very consoled. Yeah, no, indeed. I, 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 it's funny that you mentioned that because I, I've often thought that when it comes to like, okay, if you trying to carve out 15 or 20 minutes to pray, it, it it's, can seem daunting, mm-hmm. but it's just like, take three minutes, take the next three minutes and say, yeah. Tay and the Hail Marys have, as you say, and I'm always a big proponent of this, have an intent, don't just kind of, just kind of say the words or just kind of put you, have an intention, have something, yeah. you know, that, that, that incentivizes that sense of you're lifting your mind and your some, heart. Somebody in yeah. your heart, somebody in mind, yes. something in mind. Yeah. Something in mind, some intention. Yes. Um, so, and then, and then, and then, and then go for it. And then what you'll find, I think just as you've articulated is, you know, that two minutes or that three minutes, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, well maybe I'll, I'll do another one. Like you just yes. kind of, it'll, it'll start to flow a little well, bit. Someone yeah. else comes to mind. Yes. And you think, Oh yeah, I remembered I was supposed to pray for yeah. whoever it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I better do the next decade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's and, then you think, I, and I thought, oh, I'll pray for myself because I've got to preach tonight. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. it's like the uh, what, what is it? You know, you you watch these uh, these things, and like at the end of this uh, end of the show, if you're like on a streaming <laughs> thing, it's like <laughs> next episode begins in yes. three two. Like you have to actively go out of your way to like shut Stop the thing it. down, yes, yes, or else it'll just flow right into the next one. <laughs> it's kind of like when you get going on the road. It's kind of like next mystery will begin in three, two, one, and there you go, <laughs> and there you're right. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I think it's a grace. It's a tremendous yes. grace that that's happened. I used to struggle and find it difficult. Did you? And okay. so I'm still praying that, you know, Mary will continue that, <laughs> to well, give me that, that grace. And here's the thing. when the, I've, I've found this too in my even, you know, now being pastor, the different ministries and ways the Lord has called me to responsibility in the order. I, if you would have told me that, you know, years or, or even months before I had to do it, I would have been like, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? Do I have the the strength or the wisdom or the wherewithal? And yeah. then you get it. And if you're open to it, the Lord gives you what you need when he you does. need it. He definitely does. I've, right? I've certainly found that. Yeah. 
But was it hard for me evangelical background to kind of get into the whole Marian? Well, yeah, exactly. The, yes. That kind it, of you know um, <laughs> mindset, so to speak. So I was talking about again. Th- yeah. I do mention all this in my talks. Okay. Um, for the novena. Yeah. But uh, it's well, God's providence and God's humor. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I told myself when I was newly baptized as a Catholic. Yeah. That I was just going to be a Trinitarian Catholic because I found I found all this Marian stuff nice. a bit unnecessary, really. I love it and complicated. And, and you're going in telling like, like this. And is as this for this whole rosary thing, I'm yes. like, I'm not so sure about that. Nice. Um, I mean, in the and, sense that you, and, you know, I be first I, I became a Dominican. Yeah, which is the order <laughs> that promotes the rosary. Yeah, the order that Mary founded, really. Yes, you know, and then I. I'm promoter of the rosary, and and uh, and actually, just a few. You're promoter of, of the order that is yes. founded by that, and you're the you're the person that comes uh, to, and you started out by saying, "No, just not going to." I that. think Mary just targeted me. She yeah. says, "I'm going to get you." <laughs> and, yep. You know, and I'm also in 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 London, uh, where I'm living, where I'm based. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the rector of the rosary shrine. Okay. So wow. We've got this church, this unique church, the only church in the world which has one chapel and altar with a carved stone reredos for every single mystery of the rosary. Oh, neat. It's, it's yeah. um, an amazing building. Yeah. And, and I was given the responsibility um, when I went back to England after my studies in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. um, to, to look after the shrine and to sort of give it a global uh, scope, nice. I suppose. Because you, you take photos too. I take photos, yes. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, not just casually, but you've yeah. done it for most people. Think of me as a photographer. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. In yeah. within the order. Within the order, yes. Cause, cause and, and, and outside the order too. I mean, I've got a strong Instagram uh, oh. following. How how can we how uh, can we follow you on Instagram? Uh, I'm Lawrence O P on Instagram. Lawrence O P. Uh, Lawrence O P on Twitter. Okay. Uh, a lot of photographs get put up every single day on Flickr. Okay. Uh, and if you Google my name, <coughs> Lawrence Liu, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E-L-E-W. So Liu, um, L-E-W. Yeah. Okay. It, it will come up for okay. all the different sites. Wow. Yeah. So most people know me as a photographer. I give talks on art, and social media, okay, awesome. uh, evangelizing online using photography, talks on, on beauty, nice. aesthetics, that sort of thing. And I'm sure you're familiar with in our in our Lady Chapel, the little mm-hmm. lancelets with all the mysteries. Of the, when, you, when you were I talking about the Reredos, it yeah. made me think of that. But exactly. Yeah, but I'm sure you're familiar with that. Yeah. Any way to highlight that. I'm Rivera. going to take some good photographs of that because the last time I was in San Francisco, yeah. I only had an hour in this church. Oh, okay. And well, before Vespers started, okay. I, I didn't want to interrupt anything. Oh, now you got you got you got nine days now. So now I've got nine days exactly. <laughs> and hopefully, whether this time of year, even though as we're recording this, it, it, there's a little bit of an overcast fog. It'll it'll. We had beautiful sunlight yesterday morning. Yeah, we did. And, yeah, and I'm sure it'll come back. It's coming back. <laughs> I, I, God willing, it'll come back, and you'll be yeah. good. Well, good. We'll have to we'll have to commission you to to, to, to take some. Uh, I would love so to. Some, I some would love f- to. some photos uh, around the church. Um, I we this has been. I could keep you here all day, but. I want to. I want to respect your time as you as you prepare. But uh, two things that come to mind, maybe uh, in terms of just your own sense of vocation. You mentioned your baptismal name is Paul, mm-hmm. and certainly there's a sense of 
Paul being a great preacher and think, yes. w- what was it about? And, I, and I'm assuming, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, that you had input into taking a religious name, Lawrence. Yes. Maybe just say a little bit about ah. what, that, 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 uh, well, that well, choice. Well, the first thing is I'm yeah. not named after St. Lawrence the Deacon of Rome. Oh, okay. Well, that, uh, that, so that, that's I, already surprising <laughs> to me. But <laughs> I, I picked the name Lawrence uh-huh. after San Lorenzo Ruiz, oh, who is sh- the protomartyr of the Philippines. Now it's falling into place for me, but say more yeah. about it. Now, and I, now I get it, but ex- explain the listeners or why that is. A year before I joined the order, mm-hmm. I worked as a missionary among the poor in the Philippines, in Manila. Really? Okay. And the name of the parish was San Lorenzo Ruiz mm-hmm. and Companion Martyrs. Okay. And so when my novice master said that I, I, we had to pick a religious name, mm-hmm. Um, th- that was one of the names that came to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of love uh, 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 for that parish, for the people of the Philippines, to honor my time there and and all that I learned from them, hmm. and so it seemed seemed to work. Seemed fitting, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to be Lo- uh, Lorenzo Liu, uh, but my novice master insisted that we can't have foreign names; we should anglicize our uh, names. Oh, gotcha. Hence, Lawrence Liu. Uh, in a way, that's unfortunate, just because we don't think, at least I think of, of, of we think of Lorenzo, not La- yes. Lawrence. So I would never associate exactly Lawrence with Lorenzo. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the proto martyr of, of uh, proto martyr of the Philippines, of the Philippines, yeah. and uh, who's not Filipino though. Uh, he's half Filipino, but he's and half Chinese. Chinese, yeah, exactly. He's, he's, so he's mixed. Yeah, a mestizo, I suppose you might say. Yeah. But with um, your own with your own background, was there a sense uh, of your cultural background? Was that there was part a of little it bit, yeah, little bit, okay. Yeah. But mainly the fact that San Lorenzo Ruiz, I think, was a reluctant martyr. Hundred percent. He was quite weak in some ways, and so God g- gave him the supernatural fortitude that he needed for martyrdom, yeah. so that he could say, "If I had a thousand deaths, yes, I would give them all to God. Mm. Um, a thousand lives, I would all give them uh, to God this way. You know, wow. he would happily die for God a thousand times." Uh, and and I have a painting of him that was made for my ordination where he's holding a candle yeah. and it's it's supposed to be a symbol of his faith. It's just strong enough to yeah. shed light. Nice. Um but, but also can be easily bro- blown out. Yeah, fragile. Were it not for the grace of God. Wow. Right? And yeah. and I love that simple, weak humility yeah. of his total dependence then on God. Sure. And and I thought of myself in a similar way. I can't. I do, whatever I do, I do it yeah. because of him. Yeah, it's only possible because of him. Yeah, and and that includes whether it's something like being promoted general for rosary, <laughs> or just my day to day life, waking yeah. up and you know trying to be just a friar. I've yeah. always said all I want to be is a good friar. Yeah. I just want to live my life, my, my vows. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, it's kind of like without without God, we can do nothing. Yep. With God, anything. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. Fantastic. Well, it's fantastic to have you here. Thanks a for uh, spending <laughs> spending some uh, time with us. Do uh, certainly, if you are uh, proximate to St. Dominic's, to join us for this very uh, powerful novena experience. I think of all of our novenas, the St. Jude has kind of pride of place being it is the uh, shrine of St. Jude, and we always try to get uh, most excellent uh, preachers and, and uh, uh, novena uh, masters for uh, our Retreatants and Father Lawrence, I can already tell this is going to be a, a week filled with, or a novena filled with lots of uh, God's grace and bearing fruit. The schedule, just very uh, briefly, is the uh, 8 o'clock Mass in the morning will be, uh, will be a preached after uh, the conclusion of the Mass, and at 5.30, uh, Father Lawrence will be saying those Masses and preaching, and then on the weekends, 
the relic will be involved at the 5.30 Masses and the 11.30, but he'll be uh, preaching at all our Masses so that we'll all be able to uh, take advantage of, of hearing his, his, his dulcet tones, as I was, I was teasing him earlier, uh, the so-called accent. Uh, I, could, uh, I, could, I could listen to you read the phone book, <laughs> as, as it were. Um, and, of course, that patronage to St. Saint, to Saint Jude is for those impossible, desperate causes. So if you have intentions and cannot make it, you certainly uh, feel free to, uh, to write in or to communicate with the shrine, and we will hold uh, your loved ones and your intentions certainly uh, close to our hearts in, the, in this day of novena. So uh, many blessings uh, for all those uh, listening today and may uh, through the intercession of St. Jude and, and Our Lady and St. Dominic, may we truly radiate the joy of the gospel here in the heart of the city. Amen. Amen.